Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. All right. Got our music coming up. Hey, Mike. What's up, brother? This is Hanging with the Bowling Brothers. It's 6.30. Got to do an early episode tonight on March 30th, 2015. And Hanging with the Bowling Brothers with your host, Daddy B, and here is Mike. Hey, what's up, my brother? How you doing? Going on a little, been a little under the weather lately, but uh, I, I'm I'm able to do the show. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Good. 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 Well, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of college basketball, men's and women's, and then uh, and all Americans and coaches getting fired and coaches getting hired and it's uh, yeah. There was more thought, more stuff than I thought uh, thought happened today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, obviously we have the final four, and we're going to talk a lot about that, but. I'm kind of psyched that uh, St. John's is bringing back Chris Mullen to be their head coach. Oh, yeah, legendary Chris Mullen. Yeah, great player. He's from New York City. He was a, he was a dream teamer. You know, I mean, we don't know if he's a great coach, but, you know, he's been a, he's been an admin, uh, he's been a, like a general manager about, and a uh, president of basketball operations in the NBA for years. He's a, right. he's a smart guy. He's a, he was a great player, and I bet he recruits real well in New York when when that big strapping guy comes walking through your front door saying, I played on the Dream Team, and uh, you want to come to St. John's and play in Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I'd, are... I'd, take it. I'd take it. Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? Because, you know, Steve Lavin, uh, um, uh, Lavin, he was uh, the guy they just got rid of. Uh, he was kind of like a used car salesman. You know, you heard him <laughs> on the radio or something on TV, and you knew he was kind of just full of shit. <laughs> and Chris Mullen just walks in there with, Instant credibility, and uh, I hope it works out. Right, and uh, what I wanted to talk today uh, about is uh, do a little NCAA basketball review of the Elite Eight, man. Right on, right on. And uh, of course, Kentucky stomped West Virginia in the uh, in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, but, uh, but they had a trouble with uh, Notre Dame in the Elite Eight. I tell you, I thought Notre Dame was going to beat them. I really did. I thought it before the game and watching the game, I thought they were going to do it. They were up by like six points with like maybe like four minutes left, something like that. And Notre Dame was playing great. But uh, uh, they started, it looked like they might have been running out of gas a little bit because uh, they're not very deep. And uh, they, had, they had a couple of guys that were so on fire in the first half and early in the second half. In the second half, they were sort of settling for a lot of jump shots and uh, – they have great shooters, but uh, they they just couldn't hit them all. And at the end, Kentucky got two foul shots and uh, took the lead with six seconds left, and Notre Dame couldn't get a shot still off. Still undefeated, so. still undefeated. Yeah, but you know what? Watch out now because Wisconsin is like a, is a great offensive team too, just like Notre Dame was. You know, they say, I mean, Notre Dame is like uh, maybe like the highest rated offense in the country, and they still only scored sixty six points. So obviously, Kentucky's good. Um, yeah, but, Wisconsin. 
Go ahead. Everybody was everybody was talking about Arizona, how Arizona was sort of a carbon copy of Kentucky, and and they're just as you know Wisconsin toyed with them. They scored eighty five points against them. They were they had two guys. Uh, they had a guy scored twenty seven. A guy scored twenty nine. Uh, shooting the lights out. They ran around Arizona like they were standing still. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it to Kentucky, but uh, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and I see that Wisconsin team uh, who knocked off Arizona. Uh, what's the score? Eighty-five, seventy-eight. That was a pretty good game, but uh, Wisconsin got it. It was a good game, you know. Uh, it was close, you know, through the first half, and Wisconsin slowly started pulling away. And uh, you know, it's uh, that uh, Frank Kaminsky is just a beast. He plays like. He plays like one of those Russian centers, like Sabonis. I was saying, you know, remember, you're probably too young to remember. There was a guy that played for Russia. Arvidas Sabonis. And then later on, he became a, uh, uh, when they all split up, when Russia split up, uh, the Soviet Union split up into, like, Lithuania and all that. He he ended up playing for Lithuania. but He he wasn't wasn't that bad. Yeah, he was good. Well, he was terrific. And he finally came to the United States, but he was, you know, way past his prime. And uh, But he was still pretty good when he got here. He was big and strong, and he was a good passer. Uh, Kaminsky kind of reminds me of a guy like that. Maybe not exactly like Sabonis, but uh, he's very creative offensively. He's a dynamite passer. He's got really good moves with the ball. You know, almost like a uh, – uh, I mean, I hate to say it because they're totally different players, but like a Larry – Larry Bird used to like always surprise you with how athletic he was, even though he was slow, because he could just do crazy stuff with the ball. And Kaminsky's kind of like that. Uh, I, almost, uh, I almost want to say Ronnie Cycli a little bit. Uh, he's way better than Ronnie Cycli, i got to tell you. Yeah, that. he's better uh, than Ronnie Cycli, but, I mean, he's that kind of athlete. Well, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, I, I see him as, uh, like I said, you know, he's he's bigger than Bird, and he's uh, a different player. He doesn't shoot the way Bird does from the outside. Well, he does, actually. I really think the Bird comparison is a pretty good one because uh, he's, he doesn't pass as well. He doesn't pass like that in the open floor like Bird did. But down on the down on the baseline and low blocks and stuff, he he makes great moves. That, and you think he's gonna, you know, dribble it off his knee, but he doesn't. Yo yo yo! Coming out! Hey, we're just talking about college basketball. Oh, they still playing that? Tommy and I watched the Notre Dame game the other day. I thought they were going to pull it off, T. I know. It was a good call by you. I'm glad I followed your lead because I made it public that that's who I was going for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just telling Matt, I mean, uh, I think they run into a similar sort of uh, bunch of problems with Wisconsin, Uh, a a creative offensive team that that really knows how to move the ball and pass it and look for opening man, and they can shoot. They can shoot. Right. Uh, According to Francesa, though, they're not as – they're not as fast as Notre Dame. Well, I don't think Notre Dame's speed. Obviously, I, I I don't think Francesca really uh, hit the money the mark on that one because Wisconsin what they what they don't ha- what they have that uh, Notre Dame doesn't have. Even though that that guy with the French name had a good good game, uh, Adolf or whatever Rudolph. Uh, the big guy for Wisconsin, Kaminsky, is a beast, and yeah. he's just so creative. Down, I mean, he's he's not going to be. Uh, overmatched at all by Kentucky. I mean, he's big. He's a great passer. He's a tremendous shooter. Can score with either hand. Uh, I think he's going to really uh, play some, you know, some damage. So you think that. Wisconsin is going to do as well as Notre Dame? 
I think I think Wisconsin has a really good shot to win it. You know, another thing they said on the radio today. Sorry to keep blowing. Sorry over there, Matt. I know you haven't said anything in a while, but um, uh, you know, uh, they were saying Notre Dame was the first top twenty offensive team that Kentucky's played all year. Now they're right. like the number one ranked offense, probably, or if not on, by numbers, but in you know, people's eyes. And they only scored sixty six. So Kentucky obviously knows what they're doing defensively. But Wisconsin, you know, Arizona. They all say Arizona is a, sort of like a carbon copy of Kentucky. And Wisconsin just had no problem scoring on them. 85 points they scored. Right, right. A big, strong Arizona team, tough defense. Come on. What do you I think, Matt? Uh, I think, whoa. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about Kaminsky. Uh, he was the only unanimous selection to the All-American team, the AP All-American team. Right on. Uh, along with uh, Okafor of Duke, Jerry Grant of Notre Dame, Willie Cauley Stein of Kentucky and D'Angelo Russell, Ohio State. Huh. Yeah, well, that Grant had a chance to uh, really put a put a, uh, a dagger in uh, in in Kentucky the other day because he's the one who took that last shot. But man, they they were they weren't letting him win that game. They had like the, they had a big guy Cauley Stein on him who's just as fast, and then they had like somebody else on him. He was so covered, but he still got a shot off. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I was praying for that ball to go in. Oh well, always next year. I'm I hate next year, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I hear um, Rick Barnes is out at Texas, but he could be in at Tennessee. Say that again, Matt. Rick Barnes out at Texas after 17 seasons, but he could be in at Tennessee. Yeah, they say he is in. I think um, I'd have that gig. Yeah. Well, you know, he's one of those guys, I think, that gets a program to a certain level and then just kind of can't finish it off because uh, he's had good teams and he recruits good players. Right. Uh, Texas is a great place to go to school, you know. it's. uh, I mean, people dig that. And Texas is a huge state. they got like three cities with over a million people. So there's a lot of athletes to choose from there. But uh, you don't say. I see. I I totally made that up, but no one's going to question it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's Get some of these. <laughs> Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. Yeah, anyway. in Austin, Austin too. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's in Austin. So, uh, and uh, so I think that he'll probably uh, he'll go to Tennessee. He'll get some real good recruits, and they're playing in the SEC though, so they're going to be playing Kentucky every year a couple times, and you know we'll see. Yeah, and the uh, NIT uh, semifinals are also tomorrow. Uh, oh really? Okay. Uh, Temple and Miami, and two other teams I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching. I'm kind of looking at the women's tournament here. UConn beat the hell out of Texas the other day, 105 to 54. We're just bouncing all over the place now. But yeah, they <laughs> they their whole their whole starting five scored in double figures. How about that? Yeah. It's nice to know one UConn team can do well. Ah, uh, that's still alive. Yes. Uh, well, you know, it's funny because UConn, early in the year, they lost a game by like two points in overtime. And everyone was like, oh, no. I remember I was saying to Matt, Matt, like, this is not their year. Uh, <laughs> you remember that, yeah, Matt? Yeah. Matt, you remember? Yeah, because I, yeah, oh, I, I said, Matt, did you hear what? UConn lost. <laughs> oh, it's not their year. And now they're, uh, what are they? They're 35-1. And they're, they're going to play date tonight. And they, yeah, they're playing at seven o'clock. And they played South Carolina earlier in the year when South Carolina was number one, and they beat them by like twenty-five points. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like There's two and, more teams that could go to the Final Four: they're Maryland and Tennessee. 
Could be I the think they're wonderful. Oh, well, look at that. Well, you know, like, oh. <laughs> well, I know. Well, let's talk a little bit about the women Huskies if you want, and then we'll switch back because uh, before you know, we'll be talking about ping pong at this rate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I do, I'm going to do some music later. So. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. Let's see about, the, uh, about the women right uh, now. Well, yeah, look, uh, they had uh, that uh, that Brianna Stewart at 31 points. She was 11 for 16 from the floor, 2 for 3, 3 points, 7 for 8 from the line, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 blocks. It's like, you know, nobody even remembers, like, anything about Sue Bird or, or uh, Diana Taurasi anymore with this woman. You know, she's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's just Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Did you see, speaking of Diana Taurasi, you see she's a full-time uh, player over in Russia now. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. There was a big story on her in like the New York Times where uh, she makes a fortune on a short schedule over there every year, and they finally they've been expressing their uh, disappointment that she keeps going back to the uh, to the uh, United States playing the women's you know basketball league, whatever it's, uh, you know WBA, and so they like so they gave her a uh, they they gave her more money or something. They said, but you have to stay here full time. And she's like, okay. <laughs> 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 So she like drinks vodka after the game. <laughs> she goes out pounding shots of vodka at the discotheques with her friends after the shows, and you know lives like a sultan. She's a there. commie. She's a commie. Uh, She's always uh, been a commie. Uh, ah. Wow. Uh, anyway. That gets again. That gets one of these. Okay. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, well, let's I bounce, think. Go ahead. Let's, let's bounce back to the uh, tournament a little bit. Uh, Michael, yeah, Michael, what I wanted to say about the tournament, but what you got? And what do you uh, have, Mike? <laughs> well, we, there's a whole other half we haven't even talked about. You know, I mean, there's Michigan and Louisville, Michigan State and Louisville, and Duke and Gonzaga. You know, it's funny. Gonzaga would look like Duke just kind of owned that game from the beginning. They got off to a big jump. They jumped them fast, like fourteen to six or something, and then Gonzaga came back and tied it in the second half. And or like or at the end of the first half, and it was like, oh, they were hanging tough, and then Duke just put the pedal to the metal, and yeah, they, impre- can, they look pretty I, good. That guy wins. Am I going to be forced to root for Duke against Kentucky? Is that a possibility? Oh my God, I hope not. Probably I know. Well, going to happen. They don't have they don't have Leitner anymore. But well, <laughs> well, Duke is playing Michigan State first, and I I can't root for Michigan State. I mean. They're, they're so boring. You don't. Know, you never know a single player on their team. The coach, coach always talks like this. You yeah, know, he, I can't listen to him. Oh, uh, and he he says kind of some stupid stuff. I'm. Sure, I mean, his team's. He's got. He's very successful, but you know, I they used to keep talking about all these successful coaches. He hasn't won as much as Calhoun has, baby. That's right, oh, yeah. Mister. I'll take Calhoun life on the line in this tournament anytime. Oh you know, yeah. Duke's lost some games in the first and second round where you're like, they never should have lost that game. And I'll tell you, every time UConn loses in the tournament, it's always to a better team. I it's, I think once ever they lost a team, a San Diego State or some, something like that. Uh, because their I players think, aren't worried about all that book learning. They just play ball. They just play ball. That's right. All my fancy book learning. So, uh, anyway. I, training talk? Uh, we could do that. That's Tommy's uh, area of expertise. What was it? Yeah, what was the question? We, we don't, well, we spring, don't spring training talk. Spring training. I didn't hear you. Spring training, spring. yes. That's yeah, a looking I, good, I, baby. I That's a sound. looking good. I thought I had a sound for that, but I don't. Uh, That's okay. It's not a baseball thing. <laughs> well, 
if you gotta if you gotta talk to, about it too much, it's kind of not worth it. Mets are hitting the ball. Yeah. They're well, hitting the ball. Lucas Duda hit once in a while. Mets got the best. Re- Mets, Mets have the best record in the uh, Grapefruit League. It's that new batting coach. Yeah, that's right. The Yankee batting coach. That's ah, right, Mister. <laughs> the Mets have and outscored their opponents. Mets have outscored their opponents by 52 runs in this uh, spring. Tra- that's good pitching. Good pitching. Yeah. Well, they don't use it all up in spring training. Here's my uh, question for you guys. Yes. Why are the Cubs going to open? Uh, going to have Chris Bryant in AAA? He had a really good spring. 425. He batted nine home they, runs. They just said that uh, if they, I just heard this. They just said. Uh, I forgot who they were talking about, but uh, they put them down. Um, they put them down there for two weeks, and it's gonna it's just gonna save them a boatload of money. Uh, so it's yeah, two but weeks. that's dumb. I mean, when you have that dumb, when you're talking twenty million dollars or something, because it's gonna keep his eligibility or whatever um, uh, for free agency back another year or whatever. Oh, it just seems like a dumb move to me. Well, for two weeks. Yeah, but two weeks they can suck it up. Well, if it's two weeks. That's not a big deal. I agree. Uh, but that's, you know, I, and then you can't. I mean, I, I kind of hate the way that that they're manipulating the market that way. But then again, <laughs> well, that's know. the rule. That's the way it goes, man. Yeah, that's how everybody does it. And uh, so, as soon as, these guys, uh, as soon as these guys can make the big money, they make the big money. So you got to. That's why. That's why it's six years until they can make the big money, so you can get something out of them. Yeah. You know? Question. Questions at the Mets camp too. Who's going to be the fifth starter? Is it going to be Rafael Montero or Dylan G? Uh, uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, they might trade him. Well, uh, I, I wouldn't trade either one of them. I wouldn't trade either one of them because pitchers always go down. I, I would yeah. start G and I'd have I would have them both on the big league club and find a spot for them. You know, maybe or do like sure. a little, you know, a little spot starting. You know, long relief for Montero. I mean, he's a kid. Dylan G's been around for a while. He knows how to start. He's 28 years old. Yeah, I know. I've been impressed. He had a couple of really good games against the Yankees in interleague play. I don't watch that yeah. mess, but a couple he, times he, he did really did very well out. today. Yeah, yeah. And the Mets have the guys pitching in the seventh inning now and stuff. I like that. Uh, yeah. Unless you're gonna unless you're gonna trade him with somebody else to get some stud fielder back. Like, Double whiskey. Trade him. You're gonna trade him to get a utility <laughs> player. Huh? Yeah. I tell you, Matt was saying two whiskey. Yeah, I don't even think he's healthy yet. <laughs> nah, I am sorry, not starting the season. No, nah, I would never want to whiskey. He, um, by all accounts, he's a nice guy and he's a good player, but he's always hurt. He's always, always hurt. hurt. Just and like his, your boy over there. Who's that? <laughs> the sheriff. Jared. Oh Jared. well, yeah. That's all it's a knee tap. Oh, just another bad luck. Guy yeah. walks around with a black cloud over his head. Yeah. I know. <laughs> What? something. He, he's jinxed because when they when they traded for him, they they lost their chance to get Mike Trout because the the draft choice that they traded oh. for Teixeira became Mike Trout. Can you believe that? Is that right? Yes. Oh, oh my God. A supplemental pick. Trout. I know. So he's the jinx of Trout. The tr- the fish. The, the jinx of the fish. That's right. Because yeah, they, they, they traded like uh, among among the package of things they traded to the Angels for him was. Uh, was uh, or to whoever they got him from, but it was the Angels. Was uh, this, this uh, uh, compensatory draft pick or like the uh, supplemental draft pick? And like wow. a couple of years later, couple of years later, they turned that around and drafted Mike Trout with it. 
Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. And Mike Trout even looks like Mickey Mantle. He looks like I he, know. I look exactly like him. I was showing that. Trout was on the Yan- if Mike Trout was on the Yankees, I would I would be a huge Yankee fan. Oh, yeah. He's I mean I was it was breaking my heart that he had a bad playoffs last year because I was hoping that he would come into his first playoffs and just hit five hundred. They've all had bad playoffs. I know, I know. If he has another bad yeah, well, one, then we get <laughs> so, so. Not, not quite as bad as Teixeira's had, but they've all had bad ones. Ah, Teixeira won him a, <laughs> won him a championship. Whatever. Ah, they, that one year they got A.J. Burnett, they got uh, Mark Teixeira, and they got C.C. Sabathia, and then they won the uh, World great, Series. The great Yankees. The great Yankees, yeah. <laughs> hey, I think hey, we'll some music and uh, come right back and talk to talk to you a little more about Major League Baseball and my and my thing, uh, WrestleMania 31. All, <laughs> All right. right. All right. If you got uh, you got anything like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess you can wait until after the break. Um, this is a little culture club for you. Oh God. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, I can just see Tommy rolling his eyes over there. Yeah. Uh, just Culture club. The sooner you start, the sooner it ends. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't hear the music. Yeah, it uh, it bombed on me. All right, well, never mind. We didn't oh, oh, I can try again. Go ahead. Uh, anything you got for before the break, guys? Uh, no, I'll just give it, give your music a shot, and then we'll reload. All right, I'll try again. Um, uh, reloading the program right now. All right. Okay, the emotion, show the emotion, music, do it later. Let's see if this will play. Yep, it plays. La 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 la. What happened? I'll I'll play some music with my mouth. Are these mines you're playing, Matthew? What? Are these mines? Is like is this a band of mines? Don't talk for a minute. Am I still on? All right. Yeah, never mind, Matt. Let's just talk. Skip it. Um, left. I think I'm still on. Are, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All right. Never, never mind the music. It's uh, the all right. I'll play. A, I'll do a music show later. <laughs> all right. Good. Good. So, all so right, well. we're back. We're back again. And I guess we're still <laughs> in time with. Uh, uh, a little more spring training talk. Uh, Hardy of the, uh, um, I don't know, J.J. Hardy. He, uh, it looks like he's going to start the season on the DL, Mike. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Green, I didn't know left that. Shoulder. Green left shoulder. Uh, was hurt Friday when he com- uh, collided with second baseman Jonathan and Shoop. A Shoop? <laughs> uh-huh. That's a funny name. While diving for a ground ball. Yeah, right, right. Uh, let's well, take a look at his numbers. Uh, okay. Career numbers: 261 batting average, uh, 167 home runs over his career, 579 ribbies, 
on base percentage of 312 and slugging 422. Who's that? J.J. Hardy. Oh, yeah, for Baltimore. Yeah, right. Yeah, would right. you take him on your fantasy team if you had one, Mike? Uh, I would take him over, uh, you know, who I got. <laughs> Which nobody. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, I remember how they were talking, how they badmouthed uh, Joe Girardi when they got him as a catcher, and he was great. He helped them win the World Series, and they made fun of uh, Joe Torrey, too, because he never won. They called him Clueless Joe, and then he won four World Series. So I'm going to give old, uh, what's his name, Gigi, a chance. JJ. No, I'm not talking about JJ. I'm talking about my Yankee shortstop. Oh, okay. Gigi. Let's see the numbers on him, if I can bring that up. Uh... Uh, teams, 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 uh, Yankees. Uh, what do you think, Tom? Uh, I'm waiting for uh, you to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, we're talking about the shortstop here, right? Yeah, right. Right, right. right. Uh, that, Who's that, Bucky uh, Dent? Bucky oh, Dent, yes. Dee Dee Gregoris. Yeah, right. How's he doing in spring uh, so far? He's injured, in fact. day to day. Oh, oh, just another injury. See, well, now you see how, uh, how hard it is to fill in for Derek Jeter. Maybe A-Rod can go back to shortstop, too. He can play first, he can play short, he can play third. Like, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Bugs Bunny playing first base, Bugs Bunny playing second base, Bugs Bunny playing shortstop, Bugs Bunny playing uh, third base. Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny. A-Rod's had a pretty good spring. Yes, he has. Let's see. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're all getting excited. Looks like Gregorius hurt his wrist. Uh, he's improving and expects to take batting practice on Tuesday. Here's uh, Gregorius of uh, the Yankees, the shortstop. The oh, shortstop. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, career batting statistics. He did play uh, with uh, the Diamondbacks and the Reds also. So uh, here's his career numbers. Uh, 243 average, 313 on base percentage, uh, 13 homers, 57 ribbies, uh, out of 647 at bats, and did I say slugging 366 on base percentage? On base percentage 679. So he gets on base, he just doesn't. No, that's not that's his slugging plus on base percentage. Yeah. Yeah, that's not very good. That's not too good. He gets on base, uh, just usually a single, I guess. Yeah, right, right. Well, I was just looking at A-Rod's numbers. He's had a great career. I mean, uh, 654 home runs, 1,969 ribbies. There's only like two guys in history that have more than 2,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, strikeouts. Oh, yeah, uh, I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but uh, ESPN Fantasy Games asked the question, will you come win by 35 or more? Yes. I say yes. You come. Uh, uh, now, where are they? Where are, the, are they at the uh, – where are they in their tournament? Uh, they're, uh, going, they're, they're in the Sweet 16. Uh, they're going – oh, no, wait, they're, going, they're playing to get to the going Final, to final four. four. Right, right. Yeah. Do they play? Do they play at the same time as the men? Do they play in the same city and everything? No, no, no. They're playing. They the didn't they do that one year? Eh, they might no. have. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think know. they should do that. And finally, yeah. on uh, Major League Baseball, we have a death to report. 
Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. Uh-huh. On Grim Reaper, who died? Victor Sanchez of the Seattle Mariners. Uh, oh, Victor! Injury sustained in a boating accident in February. He was 21 years old. And who is he? A pitching prospect for the Mariners. He was 20. All right. Well, you know, that Cardinals guy got killed in the offseason, too. That was, uh, they're they're a uh, they're young stud player. Um, you know, they, so there's uh, he was a, an outfielder or something. He had a big home run in the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got in a car accident. And uh, toodaloo. I was just looking at A-Rod's stats. He has now played one, two, three, four, four. He's now played three more years of the, as a Yankee than he did as a Seattle Mariner. He's played as many years as a Yankee as he did combined Seattle and Texas. I'd say huh. he goes into the Hall of Fame as a Yankee. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> and, uh... Finally, uh, my final thoughts here. WrestleMania rundown time, Mike. <laughs> right, yeah, what we happened? Uh, we've got a new WWE champion. It's uh, Seth Rollins. Wow. And he, what happened? He, uh, in a triple threat match last night for the title, uh, he uh, beat Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, two big guys. But they like Brock Lesnar can't buy a win anymore. <laughs> they like destroyed each other, and uh, Seth Rollins cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase. Gets him a shot at any time for the oh. title, and he pinned uh, Roman Reigns. You don't have to pin the champion in a triple threat match to win uh, win the title. Was it very oh. exciting or what? I didn't watch it. I had not oh. feeling well, but I watch it sometime. Right on. Um, and uh, guess who was there? Who's that? Ronda Rousey. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Tommy's baby. Trying to, trying to kick, the, kick Stephanie McMahon's butt. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, oh. And, and The Undertaker won again. Oh, well, I, met Stephanie, I met Stephanie McMahon at a wedding once. I hope nobody kicks her butt. She's pretty smoking. <laughs> I, was, I, was at a wed- I was at a <laughs> wedding. With, there, were these two, there was this guy and this girl uh, who both worked for wrestling. They were in the video... Uh, you know, made like commercials and stuff or videos. And uh, they're really nice people. They used to come to the bar that I worked at. And so they invited me to the wedding. And I went, and I'm like, I see this girl in this leopard skin dress. I'm like, oh, who is that? She was unbelievable. And I thought, Stephanie. I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk to her. And then I find out she's, like, married to, like, Triple H or something. I didn't know it was Right, right. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, you know, kind of go over and talk to Mary Queen of Scots instead. <laughs> hey, I can you get a job? Can you give me a job? <laughs> ah, I know, I know. And well, uh, Triple, H, Triple H, um, by the way, he uh, beat Sting last night. Oh, well. Uh, Sting, the WCW guy. And, I didn't uh, see that comment. And, and, and in another good match, uh, John Cena gets the U.S. title. Uh, he beat Rusev, the big Russian that held, that was holding it. Oh. Ah, Ruski. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> He was undefeated, this Rusev guy. Yeah, this Levi Stadium is a is a good was a good site for that. I think. Oh, good. Good. But but uh, any final thoughts from you guys before we uh, hit the? I think uh, we're still uh, on, on hey. my... Go Wisconsin. Go yeah, anybody no. but Kentucky. I know. Yes. Yeah, and 
I might do a, a wrestling show this week, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Cool. And uh, go Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, or whatever they say. Yeah, uh, baby. Over there. <laughs> Mike, any final thoughts? Uh, all I got to say is whoa. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Good show, guys. Uh, all right. Hi, brother. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll be back okay. next week with another edition. Uh, this was episode number 40, so 41 is coming up next week. Wow. All right. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. See you later, everybody. Hang all on. Right. Later. Right. See you yeah. later. All right, bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.